upfronts the Fox U edition. You want to get foxed? I'm excited. Me too. Daniel, are you worried or excited? I'm worried. Welcome, everyone, to Trailer Park Podcast. I am Nathan. He is Daniel. We are cousins. Tonight's show could possibly blow your mind. You have to be worried or you have to be excited. You have to choose a side. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. My lesbian radar is very strong. I take back everything I said earlier about puzzle pieces and vision. You can go fuck yourself. Wish you could hear the sound of my jaw dropping. Are you listening? Are you fair enough as a person that we should have even ground? Right, sake. <sighs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to Trailer Park Podcast. Whoo-wee. Trailer Park Podcast presents the Sandstack Studios presentation of the Upfronts, the Fox edition 2017. Daniel, welcome. Nathan, Fox you. Oh, Fox, you too, sir. And uh, good news, uh, we got rid of the sycophant uh, tonight. A um, little bit of a uh, little bit of entitlement issues going on with the intern, so we told him to stand down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sit in it the goddamn corner and wait until you are called. Didn't like some of the ratios he was throwing out. It felt like he was. Um, well, let's be honest. He was he was mocking this process with his two twos and his one ones. Yeah, no, he's been getting real cocky lately, and we put a stop to that. We certainly did. We certainly did. Daniel. Nathan. What's an upfront? <sighs> an upfront, Nathan. Are you rusty? <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> yeah, let me piece it together real quick. Yeah, this is going to be sloppy. Uh, the upfronts. Uh, your network, you've made a bunch of television shows. Those television shows need some funding, so you're going to sell some ad time, so you're going to parade the shows that you've made to a large class of advertisers and prey that some of them think it's worth throwing some money at. It's a big to-do. It is. Yeah, it's a big festival. They all get together. They lavish them with uh, with drinks. They rent out a big hall in New York City. They act like everybody's super important. There's probably some untoward things happening in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of... Masks, uh, hoods. Yeah. Uh, no, honey, nothing like that goes on at the... Uh, I know what you've heard. I'm not... No one's doing any cocaine. There are no women there. No women. Just... Well, there's professional women that I work with and that are Thank my you. acquaintances. Thank you. But Ladies of the night. We're not talking about... Pro- what did you just say? Ladies of the night. Ladies of the advertising industry, not the... I mean, when you say ladies of the night, it sounds like you're talking about prostitution. <clears throat> yes. That's exactly right. Is anybody's it's dick getting sucked? I'm sure it's far more process. foul than that at these events, that these are the lavish, uh, elitists, uh, people top of networks, people top of advertising agencies coming together. Uh, I'm sure there's bizarre sort of mock voodoo rituals. I'm really confused. Um, um, is def- are, are, are dicks in their pants or are dicks out of their pants at these things? What, what goes on? Oh, it's a it's a provocative and perverse <laughs> mix of really they just crudely tear holes into thousand dollar tuxedo pants. Oh, well, that so sounds that, sounds so like a sounds like a good time. So that from behind. Well-dressed gentlemen, turn around, toodle do. Well, so that's tech, that's loosely what an upfront is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's loosely what an upfront is. And what we do here is we predict 
what's going to happen. They, they, they parade around, they talk about all their new shows, and we predict how long those shows are going to last with the patented Sad Sack Studio ratio system. There's a floor, there's a ceiling. It looks like a fraction. <laughs> Wait, I feel like you're already making it more difficult than it really is. Yeah. Uh, there's d- different things that happen with ratios. You'll hear a lot of terms tonight. You'll hear touching butts. You'll hear wide berth. You'll hear wedging, uh, daisy stepping. Bear hog has been used. There's a lot of different terms that get used for the ratio system, and that just means how those ratios interact with each other. Okay? We'll leave it at that. You can figure it out yourself. Uh, we normally start out by going back through last year's upfront uh, for the specific network. And for those of you who don't know, uh, NBC uh, might be done later this year, but because they're fascist assholes uh, that uh, hide their trailers from everybody, um, you know, we may end up not doing NBC in protest. We may take a knee. Mm. Mm. We we may take a knee BC knee BC yeah knee BC but back to bung 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 also sounds like Giovanni re BC <laughs> bung bung was what we did last uh okay so the Fox lineup last year was actually quite extensive this year we only have five trailers ladies and gentlemen what does that tell you last season they renewed shit that's what it tells you mm. twenty four legacy this is where they took that. Uh, Wait, wait, before you get into the details, overall, did we predict a strong lineup for Fox? Ah, overall? We've been doing real well so far. Is this where we tank it? <laughs> no, I'd say we're, we're normally right. There's a few. There's a few where we made obvious missteps, but that kind of happens with every network. I'd say, again, for the most part, we're about 80% right. Mm, those are strong numbers. Continue. Okay. 24 Legacy. This is where the, uh, the young black fellow from... Uh, from Walking Dead, got his own 24 show. Um, there's a question mark on this. <laughs> they spun off a <laughs> side character into a spinoff. Yeah, let me just... Um, <clears throat> is my show canceled.com? <clears throat> Won't take but a moment. 24. Like it. I want to keep... Yeah, but I have to keep this real up to date. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, shit. Okay. All is right. it just a big question mark? <clears throat> nope. No. Nope. Uh, Daniel, you said 2-3. Mm-hmm. I said one two, so I touched butts. And uh, Twenty Four Legacy was it was canceled after one season. <sighs> Ooh, wow! Mm-hmm. I I thought that they would let that, that let that one limp along a little bit. <clears throat> <laughs> next, uh, next was the Prison Break return. Uh, you said one two, I said one two, and um, again at mm, that. So we so we laid on top of each other on that one. Yeah, we did. Uh, we piggybacked, and to be honest with you, I don't have. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have it. <laughs> did, are you? Is this a show? Is this a show? <laughs> it's definitely a show. Um, I don't know if it was renewed or not. I think it was treated kind of like a a one off. Want to go check the website? I'm looking at the website. <laughs> It just doesn't have the information, which makes me think that it was just a one-off, and that because uh, I remember it I, that way. I remember they said that it was just a an event series bringing it back, which yeah, made you it like the mini series. Yeah, just like yeah. a stunt to renew rights or something, and it didn't really matter. We said one two, so hey, we're right currently. Uh, Exorcist, both of us one two. A lot of piggybacking going on here. Hmm. Uh, renewed, so we are going to get to see what the Exorcist tries to do for a second season. That was a, a big concern in our conversation was where do you take it? Right. 
Mm-hmm. But currently renewed. Son of Zorg. Oh, this was like the animated, real live action one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you said one, two. I said two, three. And uh, canceled. Yeah. I could feel it. I saw the show. I saw the jokes they're trying to make. They were flat. I was like, too bad. This could have been something. But yeah, we predicted, or I predicted right. The Mick. You said one, one. I said 0.51. Mm-hmm. And it was renewed. Fuck. So we're wrong. What was the Mick? The Mick is that girl from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, oh they liked her... Yeah, that movie, that that show is kind of disturbing. Like, she is incredibly vulgar and depraved in front of these children. <laughs> I remember our argument was, you know, huge-ass mansion. She's got, like, credit cards at her disposal from this rich family, which kind of speaks to a, a budget that can't sustain itself with that kind of a premise, right? Right. <clears throat> but apparently, yes, it can. Uh, the Pitch. Both of us said one, two again. Chicken shit ratios here. Piggybacking all over the place. Uh, yeah, both of us said one, two. Canceled after 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. So what is that? Like, a, like an asterisk win? I guess. I mean. Was they, 10 a full season? It could have been. I just, I, I actually watched some of this pitch show because I like sports and I liked the idea and they were pushing it pretty hard and she was doing a screwball and I liked that idea. But I mean, they kind of revealed everything in the premiere that was interesting about it and then they started taunting you with this who's she gonna fuck on the team kind of thing and she's not gonna fuck anyone on the team and then the minute she fucked somebody on the team it was over it was like you just lost everything you just lost it it's over you know what i mean like she's a first woman major league baseball player and you know just don't fuck anybody just you can you can just leave that and it'll you know maybe help you in a later season but no they just blew their load yeah Mm-hmm. They didn't take it far enough. She needed to be transgender. Mm-hmm. Making it... <laughs> Look, you keep that shit up, I'm going to take a knee. <laughs> serious. All right, making history. Uh, you said 3-5, I said 4-5. This is one where they get inside the, the duffel bag and go back in time. Oh, right. With their ham. And uh, I actually watched quite a few of these sh- episodes, and I really enjoyed the show, and I thought they had a good thing going, but they canceled this fucker. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said we got this 80% right. Yeah, but the Mick. <laughs> uh, Star, Daniel 2-3, Nathan 5-6. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got written down here. My 2-3 says, fuck you. Okay, that's something you said apparently. Because hmm. <clears throat> I said 5-6 and that upset you, I think. Um, yeah, this was renewed. It's going to keep getting renewed all the way to me. What a tight ratio. Fuck, that's bold. Five, six is a bold ratio. That is a bold ratio. What, what, what did, what's the premise of this show? Star? Yeah. Oh, um, just a sec. <laughs> God, it's bold. Uh, uh, all right. <clears throat> um, Star is a tough young woman who spent her childhood in foster care after the death of her mother, waiting to leave her past behind and take control of her destiny. Star gets together with her sister and her best friend, and they all travel to Atlanta with the dream of becoming music superstars. It's like the birth of, uh, you know, what's that uh, Beyonce group that she was a Destiny's Child. It's like a, the birth of a Destiny's Child. Yeah. How long did that Nashville show last? Mm, like two seasons on network, and then it got picked up by country music television for another three. Another three. Yeah. Shit, that puts it in your realm. <laughs> or what do you do then? Have we discussed network switches? Or it's, like Netflix picking up a show? It's come up because uh, we had one show move from CBS to CW. 
Well, it was uh, Spy. It was Superwoman. I mean, Fall. It was Supergirl. We were we were like, I don't know if this is gonna, you know, it's not gonna last on the Father's Network. You know, one, two, and then it moved to CW, and we were like, what the fuck? If we knew it was gonna move to CW, we would have said four, four, six. You know, right. <laughs> Like it's it's the fucking queen of the superhero movie uh, superhero shows on CW. It's the bottom of the barrel in the CBS lineup. <clears throat> uh, shots fired. This is that other one-off event where it was just about social injustice. It was about the black cop killing the white kid. Oh right, yep, I remember. Yeah, this, with yeah. that with that guy from uh, The Wire, and we both just said one one, playing it safe because we knew it was an event series, and yeah, it just concluded. And they didn't do anything else with it. Uh, APB with Justin Kirk, where he's the the tech billionaire that takes over that precinct with his, <laughs> yeah. with his yep. drones. Yo, there was yeah, there was a whole slew of these last year, <laughs> and even a couple this year. Yeah, uh, two, three, two, three. We piggybacked, and they canceled it after twelve episodes. Ah, man, we were. But hey, wisdom of the crowd looks a lot like this. Um, but you see, though, you see how like sort of predictable and steady CBS is. And Fox is just like, you know, got to leave him hanging. Cut as many bad shows as good shows. <laughs> it's true. They only got five in this lineup here tonight. So uh, they got a lot of things going on. I think they're, they're starting to get comfortable with their lineup a little bit, I think. And Fox has like a really strong animation like, yeah. block that just good. lasts forever. Yeah, they do. It's true. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Seth MacFarlane could just walk around and whip his dick out and uh, right. do whatever he wanted to do. Uh, Lethal Weapon was the last one. Um, I was mad that they were going near this. Uh, you said 1-2, I said 1-1. One, one. They renewed it, so you get... They think this has uh, legs. I don't I don't know. I think uh, you're going to end up being right on the money, probably. Yeah, they're going to think it has legs. Because uh-huh. maybe like the, you know... People caught like maybe the last two episodes of the season were like, "Well, this is kind of intense." And then season two begins, new arc. <laughs> exactly. How good is their charisma, really? Let's find out. Oh yeah, that's right. It's Damon Wayans. Let's move on. <laughs> so the 2017 upfront presentation, I reviewed it, and uh, you, you know the Fox Sports announcer Joe Buck, he does the Super Bowl and the World Series and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he came out. And said that Americans spend three hundred billion more in fall months than in other times of year. In part, we can thank his ex-wife for that. <laughs> hey, oh, oh, Joe! Balls on that guy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty ballsy. And then uh, Seth MacFarlane came out and made some jokes, none of which were. Overly impressive. And uh, we we launched into our first trailer, which is starring Seth MacFarlane. This has already aired, so you may have already seen some of this. So you may have a larger opinion. I have not. But it follows a, a crew of the not-so-functional exploratory ship in the Earth's interstellar fleet 300 years in the future. It is called the Orville. Hmm. I have heard of this, and I think I've even heard that it's outdoing Star Trek Discovery. Oh, did you hear that from a Fox ad guy in the bathroom? <laughs> hey, did you hear the latest scoop? <laughs> I'm like, whoa, your feet must be on the seat because I can't see you under there. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Orville, <laughs> Orville's doing great, doing great. Doing great, better than that real Star Trek show yeah, I heard. You, hey, hey, have you seen the focus groups? Hey, let me show you the focus group's uh, info. It's just over here. Just over here. Hey, hey, oh, hey. oh, what's that? What's that on, on the table? I, who put that there? Huh? <laughs> you better hey, you have do, some. You, do blow? you better have some of that. All right. 
Orville or the Orville. The Orville. Orville. The Orville. The Orville. The Orville. The Orville. The Orville. Here we go. Ed, have a seat. I have good news. There's a ship available. The USS Orville. Ever since I was a kid, I have wanted to serve on an exploratory vessel. You're nobody's first choice for this job, but we have 3,000 ships to staff and we need captains. Can I have one of these mints? Those are marbles. We're giving you one last chance. I just want to say I am thrilled to be your new captain. I want this to be an efficient ship, but also one that you're glad to be serving on. Lieutenant Commander Bordas, your entire species is male, isn't it? That is correct, sir. Probably not a lot of arguments about leaving the toilet seat up and that kind of thing, right? Bucklands urinate only once per year. Really? That's, I mean, I'm, I'm up two, three times a night. <laughs> that is unfortunate. It is. Time to meet the locals. Hi, I'm Captain Ed Mercer. Holy crap! <laughs> we don't mean your family any harm. Well, we did just shoot his dad. Aside from shooting your dad, we don't mean your family any harm. Captain, there's a message coming in from Admiral Halsey. It says that an executive officer has become available. No. No, 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 no. Oh, crap. Sorry, man. You okay? Yeah, it's all good, man. You okay? Yeah, all good. Sorry. All right, no worries. The captain does not appear to be pleased at the arrival of his first officer. They were married. No way. You know how many times I tried to talk to you, but you weren't hearing me or you were around at all, but I didn't. As I was adult. the one who suggested couples counseling. The therapist was your brother-in-law. This should be a really fun trip for all of us. Perhaps we should not be talking about this. Oh, no, no, no. We're, t we're talking about this. Th th this is a thing. You'll be delivering supplies to the science station on Epsilon 2. Thank you for coming. We need protection. Protection from what? The krill. We have figured out a way to manipulate the speed of events. So it's an anti-banana ray. It's really interesting. We need no longer fear the banana. Does it work on all fruit? What about salads? You do realize this could be used as a weapon. That's why you're here. Orders to Captain Mercer. Just detected a krill destroyer entering orbit. Door's jammed. Alara, you want to open this jar of pickles for me? I loosened it for you. Return fire. Give me the device, or I will destroy your ship. Sorry, can you can you move like two steps to your right? It's just a lot of dead space there. Just perfect. Yeah, sorry, you were just very weirdly framed. <laughs> what? What is that? Is that a beer? Yeah, I'm nervous. You know, it's a new ship. I want to make a good impression. It's 9.15 in the morning. Sorry. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we did not get snuffed on the Orville. Uh, no sad sack snuff buzzer tonight for the Orville. But that doesn't mean that we don't start the conversation. Daniel, the Orville, Seth MacFarlane. I have an interesting comment if you're ready. I'm ready. I think that Seth MacFarlane, because I recently watched uh, not too long ago a movie uh, that he made recently, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Mm -hmm. Awful um, for the most part. It has a, f a few moments, and I'm thinking that getting too overly enthusiastic about this show is going to end up like a like I'm going to feel how I felt watching that movie. Like Seth MacFarlane is trying to be a regular actor, and I think that he needs some time to get more subtle. And I think that maybe five, ten years from now, he's going to be fucking money, and that this is going to be a part of his journey to get there. 
that it's going to be okay. And some of it will be charming, but most of the time you'll, you know, be waiting. And it won't really crush it. And I'm going to say 2-5. Oh, 2-5. Give it a wide berth. I have to, because Seth's got so much weight at the Fox Studios. Yes, uh, what was it last year? Border Town got canceled. So it's like anything that, you know, Seth can try again, no matter what. But I feel like they'll give this two seasons at least. And if it catches on and they develop some chemistry, then... Because some of those characters look pretty funny. And it'll, it'll be about the peripheral characters accenting him and him yeah. trying to be the straight man. I agree. That, that's, that's what, that's what it, the show, I think, from looking at this, is what I think it'll settle into. Like right now, it looks like Seth MacFarlane is uh, trying to like lead the show and be the funny man. And I think that he'll slowly sort of become more and more the stable, straight man, dumb, dumb captain that they seem to have written his character to be. And all the other characters will fluff up and fill in their roles really, really nicely. I think you're right on that. So I see why you give it a wide berth. Because if it doesn't hit that mark by season two, they will for sure, can it? Will you wedge or will you go rogue? I'm going to go. It's so strange because I feel exactly like you do. Like a big part of me like really wants to like it. Another part is like, eh. I'm going to say... I'll put my money on what we were just talking about coming true, that they'll start to find their legs pretty strongly somewhere in season two. And I think that this will actually uh, go for a while and have a nice quick peak. And then I think the money to run it might not be worth it almost immediately after that peak. I'm going to sneak in here with a tight wedge on a three, four. (laughs) Minimum of three. He's going for a floor of three, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's putting himself out there. And I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Next up, we have a show that centers on an idealistic young doctor. Sound familiar? <laughs> who, be- <laughs> who begins his first day under the supervision of a tough, brilliant senior resident who pulls the curtain back on all of the good and evil in modern-day science. Lives may be saved or lost, Daniel, but expectations will always be shattered. This is The Resident. The Resident. Here we go. All we want to do is help our patients. But what they don't teach us in medical school is there are so many ways to do harm. I called you up here to discuss the incident from this morning. Just a tragic situation. Did you hit an artery? On an appendectomy? How could that happen? The patient had an undisclosed heart condition. What did you see? Some family history of heart disease. Maybe he had a heart attack. Uh, That works. That's exactly right. There was no way to prevent this. You need to consider a change before you kill any more patients. Who's the hospital going to believe? A third-year resident with a doctor that bills $20 million a year. Go be one of those celebrity TV doctors. You looked the part. You watch yourself, Conrad. Hey, man. You know where I can find Dr. Conrad Hawkins? Namaste. We found him. Take off that tie. You're not at Harvard anymore. Let's go. I was a first-year intern just like you. Top of your class, followed all the rules, and you think that puts you at an advantage? It doesn't. Just means you have more to unlearn than the guys who weren't paying attention. You do whatever I tell you, no questions asked. I need a new resident. Mine's a psychopath. You got Conrad. Yes, I did. Watch and learn. Status? She's still tacking away at 180. I think her heart's had enough AV blockade. 
Her heartbeat is back. You saved my life, Dr. Bell. This just isn't what I imagined. Medicine isn't practiced by saints. It's a business. They're really good doctors and nurses. I just want to be one of them. I think you do, too. Go on. Do it. Conrad, seriously. You should do it, not me. Come on, be a doctor. Or go be something else. I made myself believe. Annabeth, five. She had cancer. I gave her too much potassium. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the sad sack snuff buzzer indicating that Daniel has seen enough of the resident. I certainly have. Um, and now it is time to begin the conversation. To, f- to talk it out. Daniel, who is this for? Good question. Because I think, I think I'm feeling the direction that you want to steer this conversation. And this show should be on FX or FXX, whatever they call it now. And it should just be blown out as much as possible, nip tuck style. Like, it should just be, like, outrageous. Like, he should be doing surgeries with swords and, like... <laughs> oh, no, it's, it gives you this tasty morsel of this old 20 million a year surgeon just making mistakes and covering it up and getting dark and unethical. That's, and, what I, that's, like, that, that's the part that got me into yeah. it. So I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, but that was the teaser for the first 30 seconds. And then it launches into this young white doctor uh, treating this younger brown doctor like dog shit. And then in comes the girl from Revenge. That's where she's from. I was like, I know that girl. And it just kind of loses, like, oh, okay, this is what the show's about. Right, and that's just, like, the background villain. Yeah, and and Bruce Greenwood's going to give it a little bit of garnish with his unethicalness that's going to turn this kid this kid who rushes in with a bucket of ice and saves the day fuck off zero one <laughs> yeah the fucking advice yeah that was the best part that's what I, that's what made me thinking about doing like surgery with swords <laughs> and just like you know like he's like the only way like you know chemotherapy is better if you play like dubstep real loud like <laughs> oh man that's that's what i mean if they if they like if they made this show outrageous it would it would be a kind of a blast to watch because like older doctors just like murdering people left and right, threatening every nurse around. There's sexual harassment scene after scene. That's uh, you know, everybody's oh everybody's too afraid to offend everybody for them to go there, which is where everybody wants them to go. Yeah, and then they don't. Yeah, then you're right. It does like a whole full metal jacket, it's a third fucking, of the way into the into the trailer, and all of a sudden background, uh, 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 <laughs> like coming of age. Oh, fuck off. Oh, everyone's so smug and like figuring out the right way. I thought, I thought you were going to go higher, but now I don't know what the hell you're going to do. I don't. Yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're, we're starting with a one. That's for sure. I don't I know went, if they I, cancel it immediately. I went zero slash one. So. Right. So I'm going to go. I'm going to touch butts. Okay. I think I'm going to go one. I'm going to go one, two. Okay, good. If you went one, three, I was going to say you're being too generous on this. No, thing. it's a one, two. Yeah. This is this is no house. No, you know, to to get a three, he would have to like he'd have to have autism. I feel like it's a. <laughs> well, wait, is it regular or savant? <laughs> is, is this sexy autism? Is it sexy? All right, next up, an ensemble workplace comedy, huh? About a group of underdogs trying to find their place in the world, set on the Friday night flight from LAX to Vegas and the returning flight on Sunday, who all share the same goal to come back a winner. In the casino of life, L.A. Vegas. Here we go. 
You want to do the honors, Alan? Yeah. No, you never touch this. This is Captain Dave time. Good afternoon, everyone. I'd like to welcome you on Jackpot Airlines Flight 1610, service to lost wages. Why aren't you laughing? I've already like 1,200 times. Ronnie! Artem, what's the problem? There's a baby man sitting in my seat. Mm -hmm. If I sit here, I lose. If I sit here, I win. Anybody sitting next to an unoccupied seat and is willing to move gets free beer. You! Not you. All right, gentlemen. It's time to get high. And also fly this old bird. Just a little captain's joke. I never get high when I'm flying unless I mistime the edible. <laughs> you really think that's a good use of everyone's time? If I can't have some fun with my passengers, why am I here? To fly the plane. Go do that. I did not take this job to be stuck on the same stupid route forever. I thought I was going to travel the world, meet interesting people. I thought I would have adventures. I thought I was going to be a dancer. Oh, my God. Is that how crazy I sound? <laughs> you two kids getting married this weekend? Uh-huh. You know, if you needed a fish, in. Are you ordained? Uh, yeah. You're sitting in my ordination. You should be flying this plane. These planes fly themselves. This baby is a technological marvel. I can't do this anymore. I quit. No, you don't. I'm done. And the raving bitch in 5e needs a double screwdriver. There's no one in 5e. There is now. Vodka, scotch, tequila. It's like you're hosting the Olympics in your liver. Yeah, well, Russia's in the lead, but... Mexico's coming on strong. This is so much grosser than I ever imagined it would be. You two banging in there? Bad news, folks. Flight 1322 with service to Los Angeles will be delayed at least another hour. I just want to throw up in my own house. Mm. One more for the road, Scotty. I'm wheels up in ten. <laughs> it's club soda. <laughs> LA Vegas survives the Sad Sack Studios snuff buzzer. Uh, regardless, we are we are uh, beginning the conversation. We are feeling this out. We are talking it out, Daniel. I feel warm about L.A. Vegas. I think um, is that is that uh, Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney? Mm. Well, no one knows. There's no way to tell. Well, it's a it's, it's it's a test to see if you know. You can only refer to either of them by both names. No, 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 no. It's a test to see if you know. And your deflection makes me think that you don't know, and that you do see them as the same person. <laughs> No, this one, whatever his name is, is Dylan McDermott. Is he always plays this character at least <laughs> in the last ten years? He was the last show that we saw him try to do was that show about stalkers. It was like a CSI type thing, except it was about stalkers. Do you remember? Yeah, vaguely. I feel like he was like some sort of like FBI agent or like protector government agent. He was American. Like super douchebag. Is he in the campaign? Yeah, he's in the campaign. That's American what Horror Story season one, I think. Yeah, he's in there. Fucking ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's less about him. It's more about the concept because they could always swap out pilots. You know, I, I don't necessarily think that he's that important or that he's a driver of this idea. I think that it's fun. The plane environment, back and forth to Vegas. Vegas is a lot of fun. There's a lot to play with here. I think... Uh, 
don't know. I think I'm going to have to land on... Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to uh, drop the landing gear on 3-6. Three six. Ooh, yeah. You're you're thinking this might have like a office or Parks and Rec potential. A lot and a lot of shit getting thrown around there. Co-creator of Modern Family, writers of Talladega Nights, and uh, Anchorman. Anchorman. I think that they're gonna have fun with this. I think it could uh, could come across like they're having lots of fun, and that could get them through the first you know the first speed bumps, and then and then yeah, then you get to explore. Um, how Vegas relates to the to the plane. It might be repetitive, but it depends on how well you connect with all the different characters there, the peripherals. Right. But the cast does seem strong. Sometimes these shows like don't have enough to get going. Like they could get good if you gave them three to six seasons, but they get canceled after one because they're just a little bit too weak. This one does the cast look strong. The in the what's the the setting, as much fun as it is, something about it kind of worries me. But I hope it does take off, and it definitely has the pieces to take off. So I'm going to go ahead and price is right you. One step forward, two five. Nice moves. Nice moves. Is that a daisy step? Are you daisy stepping me? I'm just daisy stepping. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it, it's <clears throat> it's when you price is right. I think price is writing and daisy stepping are very similar. I think daisy stepping was, that it was like when I like, uh, you were like one three, and Andrew was like three five, and I went two four. Well, daisy stepping can be whatever we want it to be, whenever we want it to be that. I, I back bracketed you. Right. <laughs> Just come up with new ones. <laughs> Just new ones all the time, and that's fine. I like your moves. I like your moves there. I mean, if, if we were really trying to be right all the time, we would just do a one eight every time with a straight face. Be like, Daniel, I think I'm going to go one eight right. every time. Oh, man, his predictions are 100%. <laughs> we're always right here at uh, Trailer Park Podcast presents a Sack Studios present presentation of the 2017 Upfronts the Fox edition. Uh, Daniel, I'm going to fox you right now in a world where mutated humans are treated with distrust and fear. An institute for mutants battles to achieve peaceful coexistence with humanity. Daniel, this is the gifted. Here we go. I read your file. You're a very troubled young woman. Believe it or not, I'm here to help you. You know, when you put your hand out of the window of a moving car, you can feel the air and guide it. I can push the air together, water too, other stuff. Who taught you how to swim? You. I can teach you this. Dude. Thank you for meeting with us. Of course. I understand you have some concerns about your son. Andy and I have always been very close, but we believe he's being bullied. Hey, look who's here. So what's the verdict this time? Am I stupid or crazy? Good evening. Hear about Andrew and Lauren. You're aware that there was a bit of an incident at the school this evening? Let me go! I need you to go get them for me. They're not going anywhere. We have to secure the safety of the community. What is that? Come on! 
hear about the mutant incident? Those are my kids. You have to help them. Why didn't you tell me? You have powers. Dad puts people like us in jail. In my experience, things change when it's your own kid. There is nothing more important to me than my family. The X-Men, the Brotherhood, we don't even know if they exist anymore. I suggest you think about what's best for your family. What do we do? It's gonna be all right. Snuffed by the Sad Sack Studios patented um, snuff buzzer, patent pending. Um, <laughs> Daniel, let's talk this out. Are you sick and tired of hero movies and hero shows? In general, yes, but I'm willing to endure uh, more if you just get a little wacky with it or get a little comedic with it or maybe throw some, you know, maybe transplanted into another genre like they sort of do to horror stuff sometimes like do something this like powerful epic climatic you know growing pulling in energy wave blast reverse bass you know uh, yeah we, we get it there's nothing new about this concept i feel like this reminded me of heroes season one a little bit while i was watching the trailer Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, actually, I watched it that long because I couldn't tell if it was actually about the X-Men mm-hmm. until finally he said it, like, right at the end. And I was like, oh, okay, well, thanks for putting it there. But even then, it's kind of like, um, you know, Marvel, ABC, Disney, they have control over all this stuff. So you end up with Fox controlling the X-Men, right? They have the rights to the X-Men. That's why all the X-Men movies are still by... 20th Century Fox. So they're trying to explore the different realms or underpads and um, lesser realms of the X-Men comic world, trying to exploit their property, I guess, however they can. And it's just, I don't, I don't know. There's only one TV show that I'm actually interested in that's related to superheroes, and that's uh, The Punisher. And it's going to come out on Netflix within the next month or so, I think. That's because it's, it's uh, I don't know, I, I like the John Bernthal guy that's playing the Punisher, and I, I kind of want to see something that's not, you know, energy and whoom, 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 like you're saying. I want to see somebody just uh, beat the fucking shit out of people in that uh, superhero Marvel environment. I want I want some Batman, you know, I want some, some uh, not-so-much-superhero. I want some Watchmen. I want some just guys dressing up and being vigilantes. I don't really want any more powers right now. I can't handle it. I want to see a mutant that is a serial killer against other mutants. But that was also introduced in Heroes. Like the bad guy in Heroes was a guy that stole other powers from other people and killed them. Right. This one, though, doesn't steal powers. He like just kills the ones that don't have cool powers. (laughs) You're lame. You die. Right. I'm just exhausted. It's so much. It's so saturated. It's really going to pave the way for some nice, boring, generic ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, thank God, a regular show that's not, nobody has any powers in this. Thank goodness. I'll, I'll give it a couple seasons. This, it's tough because you know it's going to have some leash and you know that it's a property that they own. They're trying to exploit it. So I kind of have to start 
at I think I should start at two, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go one four. One four. Yeah. Oh, I understand that sort of prediction. What I don't get is, I don't know. I feel like there's no all these properties making these movies. They're yeah, they're definitely saturating the market. Uh, there's so many television shows even based on the characters now as well that it's kind of shocking considering that maybe 20 years ago this idea would have been preposterous and now it's everywhere. Mm, that's a good point. But the video game realm. They keep popping them out there every once in a while for some of the more popular franchises, and they can't ever quite seem to make anything fun. And it kind of shocks me because the whole comic world, all that stuff that is like built to the video game realm, like having powers, running around. Yet, you know, there's like one Wolverine game that nailed it and maybe one other that I can't bring to mind right now, and that's about it. And it's it's kind of shocking. That said, I'm with you. I'm just, uh, this feels... What's the longest that one of these shows has even lasted? Have any of these shows breached the three-season barrier? I'm trying to remember the name of the other show that this is very similar to that FX just launched, which is also a Fox. Inhumans? No, that was ABC. Oh, yeah. (laughs) FX did uh, something very similar. Defenders or? What's that? Defenders. Defenders is the Netflix uh, group. It's where they put all of them together, the the Daredevil and Iron Fist and Jessica Jones, they all, Luke Cage, they all come together in the group. Ugh, they all have fucking shared universe movies? Yeah. No, The Defenders is a shared TV series with all those separated Netflix series. Jeez. Yeah. It's it's getting... Meta. Oh, I just want to punch myself in the face. And I think it's funnier that I can't remember. Like, I, I would look it up right now. I would bring up my computer and I would tap in FX show about superheroes but i think it's hilarious that i can't remember what it is and it's actually i watched the first episode it was was good the first episode was good and i think that if you watch the first episode of that fx show you would actually like it it's about a guy in a mental institution kind of losing his mind and and they take it in a nice direction and but it it goes to the same place that this show is going where it's guys with powers and they blow their load too soon and halfway through the second episode i was like fuck this i don't I mean, it looks like it's done well. They put a lot of effort into it, but I just don't care anymore. Mm. I'll say this, though. I I walked in with this. I walked in with this same shitty attitude to Spider-Man Homecoming and was blown away by it. So they can still do it good. It just is going to be few and far fucking between. Yeah. I laid down a one for are you going to wedge or are you going to be a man? (laughs) I'll be a man. I say, uh... I'll be a little. I'll be a little severe. I'll go one two. Okay, I like it. Good work. Now I feel like a bitch. Now I feel like I. I wide. I birthed it. I fucking. Birthed. Well, you never know. You know. So I didn't, didn't know. Didn't think. Uh, uh, Agent Jones or you know whatever. They all lasted <laughs> longer than I thought they would. All right. Before we get into the last uh, trailer, Daniel, there's a lot of new game shows. This is something that Fox is going hard with. Is the new Love Connection. Uh, beat Shazam with Jamie Foxx, Hypnotize Me, some other thing called Superhuman. There are all these new game shows. And Gordon Ramsay is everywhere on Fox. Hotel Hell, Hell's Kitchen, MasterChef, and then a new one called The F Word. Four fucking shows with one guy. What's The F Word? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He, he, he's gotten off on being belligerent about food. I'm assuming The F Word means The F Word but I don't really know. I didn't look that hard at it. I'm just saying four fucking shows with the same fucking guy. What the fuck is that? Yeah, no, Fox likes to do that. At one point, their animation block was an 
three shows an hour and a half straight of Seth MacFarlane animation. Right, but that was American Dad, Family Guy, and Cleveland Show, right? Right. Right, and then they tried to add a fourth. They tried to add Border Town to the end of it. That's right. Two hours. <gasps> now it's at Orville instead. If they can't animate him, they'll take him in person. Daniel, up next, a skeptic is forced to walk with a firm believer of the paranormal on unexplained occurrences in Los Angeles. It is a comedy version of the X-Files. It is called Ghosted. Here we go. Your dad and I spent 15 years together on the LAPD, and he always told me his dream was for you to go to college. SAT prep course? Dude, I'm 12. Turn to page six, you little bitch. And if I hear that you haven't been studying, I'm gonna come see you myself, you understand? You're married? Sort of. Oh, are you going through a divorce? No, uh, she was abducted by aliens. Sweetie? Okay, Sorry. I know what you're thinking, uh, crazy. Yeah. Actually, I was a... Come here. Who the hell are you? Why did you take us? I'm Barry, I'm your kidnapper. And unfortunately, that's all I can say about that. That's not very fair, is it? I work for the Bureau Underground. We investigate the paranormal and anything outside the scientific realm. Is this a hidden camera show? Where's Alex Trebek? Wait, did Alex Trebek have a hidden camera show? How did I miss that? (laughs) I am Captain LaFrey. I am not exaggerating when I say that the fate of the entire planet may rest in your... Oh, hang on. Hey, sweetie. What's up? I'm sorry, did she just say the fate of the entire planet? She's talking to her daughter. Yep, she took the call. She's the rude one. Starting now, you two are working for the underground. It all leads to Waterbridge nuclear power plant. We need to get you inside that reactor room. Hi, yeah, the printer is jammed. I'm gonna send over two of my best guys. How's it going, ma'am? This is one of those, uh, this is a copy machine. Uh-huh. I'm uh, more of a fax machine guy. Max, the fax machine guy. That has a fax machine in it. This one? Yep, that one right there. Two in one? Since this is an all-in-one wraparound, I think that's more your specialty. Maybe you should just go ahead. That's enough back talk, bro. I'm going to go. No, I want you to see this. What? (laughs) You will show me the respect I've earned. Yeah, I can't be here for this. And scene. That was great. Watch your face. You know the day destroys the night. You stand here. Because you're certifiably nuts and you might get me killed. Whoa! Leroy! Ugh. I could have died in there! Oh, somebody need a hug? Want to go to an independent coffee house and talk it out? Something's going on over there. Lift me up. I want to peek through the vent. Or just like, maybe we do that the other way around. Why? Um... <laughs> and we are frightened. I repeat, we are very, very frightened. I can't believe you let me come with you. You begged me, remember? Leroy, please, I need this. Everybody hates me, I'm a loser. Why was the head yelling? The head should not have been yelling. It's a good question. Gentlemen, welcome to the Bureau Underground. Congrats, man. Wow. Congrats to you, partner. Okay, you just called me partner. Not snuffed. Escaping the Sad Sack Studio snuff buzzer. Pat Bending. Uh, Daniel, the conversation has begun. Let's talk it out. Ghosted. What's Ghost, not, not exactly an X-Files parody, 
No, in the same vein. Yeah, just a couple of guys bumbling around, stumbling into a government agency, and then being used as uh, fools to run errands. I, I like I like what's going on here. In fact, I'd like probably more shows in this small segment of options in this lineup for Fox than I have some of the longer lineups for the other networks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good point. If you plug this into the other lineups, would you feel warmer to it? My problem is that despite how much I love Adam Scott, I fucking love him, and Craig Robinson, I'm 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 cool with him too. Um, I think they're strong choices, but can they? The writing, something about the writing feels weak. Like the jokes are kind of on the nose, and and they might be able to survive the the uh, initial speed bump issues with the writing. But that trailer, I mean, for the most part, some of the jokes seem pretty on the nose. Yeah, there's some pretty on the nose. There's going to be some like weird sci-fi slapstick stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I have a feeling that this is going to be like a lot of shows where it's pretty good. I'll, I'll, I'll say it right now. It's, it's probably a pretty secure bet to give this a 1-1, but I'm going to give it a 1-2. Damn it. That's what I was going to give it. Hey, last year, we... We fucking 96, you know, laid on top of each other this entire I know entire time. I, we I know. didn't even do it once. Then this time, we might as well do it now. Fine. We'll piggyback at the end. I'm also going to give it a one, two, because I just think these guys like Adam Scott and Craig Robinson, they're they're better than this, whatever this is, unless this becomes something or develops into something, because that's another thing you don't talk about enough on shows like this, where a show starts out. And once it gets an audience and establishes itself, then it has a chance to really grow and create chemistry and, and, and explore, you know. And I think that, you know, that could could potentially happen, but it just doesn't feel practical. Like Adam Scott and Craig Robinson are going to end up like being available for different projects or they're busy guys and they got shit to do. And it's just not enough time and effort. Have we ever talked about that? We, we talk about a lot about how the budget of shows and they look expensive and will they keep doing it if there's ratings. But what about the schedule of specific actors? Like I see Craig Robinson in a lot of things. I see Adam Scott in a lot of things. Are they just too busy? Right. That, that That's a good, that's a good observation. Also, isn't Adam Scott in another television show like on Netflix? I don't know. I think what? he is. I think like his like son is like possessed by the devil or something. That's a movie. Oh, that's a movie. And that's going to be burdened to you. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, just just letting you know in advance. That's fine. I was interested in it. I thought it was a show. But that's what I mean. Is that he keeps popping up all over the place in these movies and shows and stuff and he's I don't know. Seems like one of those guys that like, oh, I can't get this guy, so I'll definitely go after Adam Scott because Adam Scott can fill and plug in a lot of different types of roles. He can carry a lot of situations with his charisma. He's got a lot of subtlety. I laugh my ass off at that guy. I, I do too. I love, yeah, I love him too. Adam Scott's like one of, I don't know, he's like slowly rising up into my top 10 and I just, I see him in something like this and I'm like, dude, it, it better be good. Like the writing better be better than the trailer says because you know we're giving you a one two on this and that's honestly for a show with adam scott and craig robinson we should be like throwing confetti up in the air and shooting you know heroin (laughs) (laughs) but we're not we're saying one two for a fucking reason right and they kind of like held off surprisingly on showing very much paranormal or spooky sci-fi alien stuff but it's definitely i think a big part of this show seeing as they work for this like secret government agency and are encountering x-files type shit all the time but they didn't really show much of it in the trailer i'm not sure if that was just 
they were just trying to show the funny parts, which those don't include, or if they were like, uh, we don't want to show how silly it gets. Well, it reminds me of the same approach that Making History had, where it's like, hey, silly, stupid premise. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way in the premiere, and we'll move on to the chemistry part, you know? Like and, neighbors. And they started doing a good job of building the chemistry. It's like, yeah, whatever. We're going to time travel. Here's a fucking duffel bag like the premise doesn't matter the point is that they have this ability and that they have good chemistry with each other so it's going to be the same thing where they both get kidnapped inside the first 10 minutes and they're both like introduced to the underground and then they have a quick adventure and then boom you're into the chemistry and exploring the alien paranormal events that take place and that could also be something that takes it further than we're willing to give it is that those fun science fiction ideas could be harvested and uh, could be very entertaining. Yeah, and are better than that energy ball making the car float. Yeah, the, yeah. The trailer's not, you know, the trailer's not making any confetti go off. We already said that. It's true. It's true. But that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's it tonight. That's the Fox edition, and NBC can go fuck itself at present. So that's it for the upfronts this year. Unless you do see an NBC one later on this year, even then we're going to be pretty moody if we do it. Like we're going to be really really we're gonna be fucking assholes the whole time oh yeah it'd be real spitefuls a lot yeah. of zero ones it's like yeah it'll, it'll be a, a lot of like well you know we could have been doing this back in september <laughs> for fuck's sakes oh <laughs> it'd be a lot of that doesn't even matter now <laughs> who gives a shit how long this thing lasts for yeah it'll be a lot of zero twos that's what we'll do <laughs> do everything as a zero two everything it has to be zero i have to start zero. <laughs> it has to start at zero it'll be a fucking rule fair enough Fair enough. And that's it. That's it tonight. Uh, hey, I got an idea. Why don't you go to trailerparkpodcast.com or sadsackstudios.com. Go to at sadsackstudios. Go to at tparkpodcast. Go to at 100 lunatics. Um, we're not going to give you the intern's Twitter feed tonight because uh, he's a sycophant. And he's, we took it away from him. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah, we did. I, I forgot about that. We took it away from him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. He's a zero two. <laughs> exactly. What's happening? And, uh, and yeah, that's all we got tonight. So yeah, we'll see you next time. I'm sure you'll hear from us in the near future, uh, with some other nonsense and or bullshit. Okay. Go fox yourself. Yeah. You foxy fox.